Well, welcome to church this Sunday morning. Today is what we're calling our Above and Beyond Sunday. We've been anticipating this and excited for this for a while. And it's the day that we, we get to give above and beyond what we normally give. So as a church, we can fulfill the mission of God. We can step into the vision that God's given us together. And we can change thousands of lives for Christ and for his gospel. And so we don't come today just because we have to or because you know we're excited about giving to the church, although it's not bad to give to a church, but we're not really about that. We're not giving to a church today. We're, we're obeying God and what he has spoken to us. And I know many of us have been praying and preparing uh, this week to come and to sow that offering and, and uh, so that we can go above and beyond where we normally go. God's given us a God-sized vision and we're taking our first step of faith Uh, As we move into uh, this fall and looking into next year, some of the goals I'll be sharing with you in a few moments, and we'll be receiving the offering uh, just at the end of the service today. If you're new to church today, my name is Ben. I'm one of the pastors, and uh, today is a little bit of a different Sunday. We are going to be giving people an opportunity to give at the end, and but if you're new, I just want you to feel just right at home. And but I, I really believe though that perhaps God brought you here because I think today you'll get a taste and just a sense of who we are as a community, the generosity that that this community carries because Jesus has been so generous to us. Uh, we just can't help but just be generous and to sow into God's work around the world. So again, if you're new, glad you're here. And uh, I, I believe that uh, uh, you're going to just see the heart of this church today as we move forward. You know, generosity though is expressed in all kinds of ways, isn't it? Uh, generosity is expressed in, in, in different, different forms. Uh, our time, we can be generous with our time. Uh, I just got an email from one of our elders, Marg Passe, and she, she just let me know just a couple of days ago, she was flying from Calgary to Toronto and she, on the airplane, met a lady who didn't know Jesus. She was able to share the gospel with her and on the tarmac, Pearson International, she led that lady to Jesus. And, and that's, that's generosity. We celebrate that because that's generosity. That's you know, sitting on an airplane, sometimes we're tired, but it's just that opportunity to share our story with somebody else. That's generous with our time, generous with our, our heart and our compassion. There's other forms of generosity. I know yesterday, some of you from this church were downtown. I saw Pastor Sarah and some others, Dolly, downtown, just serving people who are homeless in our city, handing out hot chocolate and coffee and just loving on our city. And so that's generosity with your, your time and, and, and just sowing. And you know, I heard an amazing story. One of the moms of our kids' ministry, they've been talking about it in children's ministry, about above and beyond Sunday. And they're preparing, and they're going to join us actually at the end of the service to participate with us. So the kids have been preparing. And one of the little guys, he's seven years old, and he said, you know what? I just feel like I want to give my whole piggy bank today to, to missions, to the kingdom, to the work of God. His whole piggy bank he's, he's bringing. And the cool thing is that this mom told me he inspired three other kids to take their piggy banks and bring them this morning as well. So we're, I mean, we're emptying out piggy banks, but it's, it's not the amount we give. It's the heart and, and every gift matters this morning. And, and so, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like. And so just op- let's open our hearts in generosity. Proverbs 11 says the world of the generous gets larger and larger But the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. But the promise is the one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. And those who help others are helped. And we don't just give so we can get. 
But we give because we're free. We give because we want to. We're, we're generous in all these areas of our lives because Jesus has been so generous and good to us. And it's a natural outflow. First Assembly, this is who we are. Uh, if you're new to church again, we're a generous house. And this is who we are and this is who we continue to be and grow into even greater levels of generosity in all these ways. And so as we do that, the promise of God is though that we step into a supernatural realm and we receive God's blessing and not just financial blessing, but in every area, emotionally, relationally in our lives, God strengthens us as we sow in generosity, we reap in generosity in our lives. John chapter six is a very familiar scripture. I just want to look at that for a few moments and then I want to highlight just some of the projects that we are working towards in our, in our above and beyond vision looking into next year. John chapter six is the miracle um, account where Jesus feeds the multitudes. And we see it in all four gospels. And let me just read it. It's on the screens for you this morning as well. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. And turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? And he was testing Philip for he already knew what he was going to do. I love that about Jesus. He already knows what he's going to do. He already has in his heart how he is going to provide. And sometimes the Lord does test us. And you know, the Bible says that we can actually test the Lord. And in the one area we can test him in, only area we can test him in, is with our giving and with our, our tithing and our sowing. And to see that the Lord will open the floodgates of heaven as we respond. But then Philip replied, he says, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. So there was a multitude of people and Philip looks around. He's like, there's no way we can do this. Very human, very logical answer. And sometimes we all feel like Philip. But then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, he spoke up. He says, there's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Again, we can't figure it out on our own. So Jesus said, well, tell everyone to sit down and So they all sat down on the grassy slopes and the men alone numbered about 5,000. And then Jesus took the loaves and he gave thanks to God and he distributed them to the people and afterwards did the same with the fish and they all ate as much as they wanted. And after everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. And so they picked up the pieces and they filled 12 baskets with scraps or leftovers by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. I love this about John's account. We see this again in all the gospels, this feeding of the multitudes, this miracle, this incredible miracle. There's so much in this miracle alone that we could do a whole sermon series on it. Perhaps one day we will. But what I love about John's gospel is is it highlights this disciple, Andrew, who he just says, there's a need. And he says, well, what can I do? I man, I don't have any lunch with me. And you see the people were getting tired. Some of the disciples would say, send, send these guys away. Uh, it's getting late. There's a desolate place, desolate place. I mean, there's no Tim Hortons. There's no McDonald's around here. We don't know how to feed these people. They're hungry. They're getting hangry. They're getting, you know, and Jesus, we're tired. We've been ministering and Jesus, you keep preaching and we're going to send them away. But, but it's Andrew, who's one of Jesus disciples. He says, you know what? Maybe there's a solution. Maybe we could figure out something. I love that. I love that spirit. That's who we are, First Assembly. We're like, I don't know how it's going to work, but we're going to do something. We're going to figure out. God's got something around here for us. He's got, he's got some kind of provision. So Andrew, who is maybe the kids pastor or the youth pastor, he starts hanging out with all the kids. He's like, hey, guys, does anybody have any food? And there's this one kid 
whose mom packed a little lunch that day. Now, Heather was packing lunches for our kids a few years ago, and as she was making their sandwiches one morning, uh, it, the thought occurred to her, I wonder what was going on in the heart of the mom who packed the lunch for the kid and the kid who gave his lunch over to Jesus. Like, it started with the mom. So moms, you rule. You're awesome. Moms, we love you. We love, it started with the mom. You see, because generosity multiplies, doesn't it? And so the mom's generosity... You know, she didn't know that that little lunch, the kid brings it to, you know, the service that day, all these, he's like, I'm going to go hear Jesus. I hear he's preaching over there and I want to go with my friends. And so he carries his little, you know, whatever it is, the little Paw Patrol lunch, lunch box or whatever that he's carrying. And he's got his little loaves and fishes and it wasn't big loaves of bread. It was just a little, you know, little bits of bread and probably sardines almost for fish. But he had his lunch for that day. But Andrew was saying, here's, here's a little guy. We've, we found some provision. We don't know what to do, but there's a little bit of provision here. And this one young lad, there is a lad somewhere with a lunch. And Jesus doesn't, you know, rebuke Andrew for it. Or he just, okay, we'll, we'll work with that. You see, in life, we just got to give God something to work with. In our finances, we got to just give. Some of you just, you don't give anything. And I, most of you do, and that's awesome. But there's some people, you're still growing in your faith. No condemnation. But one of the reasons why we don't see the miraculous even in, in our lives, especially in the area of finances and, and how God can help us with this, is we, we don't give him anything to work with. And so this little boy's lunch became the seed. It became something for God to bless. Here's just a few things about this offering as we look at preparing our hearts today. This little boy's lunch was his above and beyond offering. Uh, He gave it to Jesus and it became the miraculous provision for the vision, for the harvest, for the people. A few things about it. It was given and offered freely. He could have kept it for himself. He could have halved it up. He could have said, well, here's here's one fish and a couple pieces of bread. I'll keep the rest for myself. But, But it was willingly given and it was sacrificially given he, he actually ran the risk of not having any food that day so it was willingly given it was sacrificially given this offering to Jesus and also I want you to see this it was given to Jesus it wasn't given you know just because there was a need although there was a need it wasn't given you know himself or what what if Andrew said hey I, I, little boy I found your lunch why don't we just start, okay, we don't have much, but let's just give what we can to whoever we can. I want you to see this. It was brought to Jesus, and Jesus blessed it. And so, what we bring to the Lord, we ask him to bless it. And Jesus always did this. Every time he took bread, you see Jesus, he took it, he, he blessed it, he broke it, he gave it. And this is the process of how we, as we bring our offering to the Lord, what he does. And then, what God blesses, he multiplies. What God blesses, he multiplies. So we got to give God something to work with in our lives. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. It will be poured out into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So today we've come prepared to, to give at the end of this time together, willingly and sacrificially with an open heart, Nobody should feel pressure. They have to. I know so many have been preparing. Heather and I have been talking about this for weeks and weeks. We're prepared today. We have an offering we want to bring to the Lord. It's above and beyond our regular giving. 
And you see, the reason why we do this is not just because of a, you know, a campaign that we're starting into or even a vision. We do this because it's, it's people. It, it's not about buildings or programs. It's about people. The church is about people. And God has called us to be passionately compelled to reach a city and to impact the world. And that's always who we have been. And so as I just share these highlights this morning, the first let me just share with you what we're going to do by faith. This Today it starts and then into this coming next year. So here's our above and beyond initiatives. As I mentioned in the promo video last week, we're starting the Tehillah Ministry School. We're excited about this. This, Yeah, come on, there's one person excited over there. It's exciting. You know, many years ago we had a Tehillah Master's Commission and it was a season where we were raising up young adults and adults and and people with a call and a stirring of ministry on their lives. You know, even today we see that, uh, I know Pastor Tim Mason, he was part of that. And I know uh, Stephanie Hill, who's at Imagine Church, one of our pastors there, she was a part of that. So there's fruit as we invest in leaders. And so we're going to be starting this school in January. It's going to start uh, this January with, with one class. We're partnering with Vanguard College for an accredited theological class. And, and we're, the, here's the cool thing. You don't have to join the school to take the class. We're opening up to everybody at First Assembly. It'll be a midweek uh, class. You can take it for credit, Vanguard College credit, or you can take it by audit. But we want to begin to train up the next generation of leaders. And it's going to be a part-time school. It's going to include a missions trip. It's going to include serving and practical ministry training, as well as theological grounding and foundation. And so we're excited about this. And Pastor James and the team, and we're already praying and building that. And so maybe you're working part-time or you're even in school part-time or you're working full-time. You can do this because it's a part-time opportunity for you as we begin this year. And then we want to sow into this, this year so that we can continue to expand the vision of this Tehillah Ministry School, raising up spirit-empowered disciples in our city. How many believe that if we're going to go forward in a vision, we've got to invest in people? We're about investing in people. So that's the first thing we want to do. And, and, and we, that's what we're about at First Assembly. We're not, we're not about growing a big church. We're about growing big people. We want to invest in people that you can have a big heart, a big spirit. You know, you know you're, you're a person of possibility, a person of faith. You're not a person who has a scarcity mentality or thinks low of yourself. We want to help you discover everything it is that God's put inside of you. And so this is our first faith initiative we're saying we're investing in people because the people will build the vision for the future. We may end up a larger church than we are. We're, we're trusting God that we likely will. But it's not about numbers at that level. It's about influence and it's about impact. So that's Tehillah Ministry School. Secondly, our elbow drive facility. Today, we are pulling out the pews. And we're going to be putting in carpet. We're going to be putting in new seats. And again, I've said this before, but it's not just for you and me. Although we'll enjoy the benefits of not going home with with, you know, numb bum at the end of the Sunday or whatever. Uh, we're going to enjoy it, but it's really about opening our facility. There's already community events. There's some events that have reached out to us saying, I heard you're renovating. Can we book in with you guys? And we've kind of said no before because of our current season, or they haven't even considered us. We already use this building for graduations. We're looking forward to opening it up for more community events, things like school grads, concerts, outreaches. And I believe that that's going to help just expose us to this immediate community here around Bel Air. We're right in the center of the city, and this facility is great. The size of it 
And so missionally, we're going to reach out. Also, it's just a great testimony to new people who are new to church. We're saying Jesus is excellent, and we are a people of excellence. And, and, and so we are thankful for these pews, and we're thankful for these stained carpets. Seriously, we are. Listen, I'll tell you why. A friend of mine, we were praying over this room the, the other day. We were here at 7 o'clock in the morning praying over this vision. And my friend said, thank you, Lord, this carpet's being changed. But he said, but thank you, Lord, for the tear stains all over the altar. For the people's lives that have been changed. People's lives that have been changed. Sitting in these pews. Sitting in the... But listen. At the end of the day, we're moving into a fresh season. And there's going to be a a whole fresh time of our church. And and, and we're anticipating more tears. More repentance. But we've got to get set up for the new. It's a new season. It's a new wineskin that God is moving us forward in. And so we've got to invest. And we've got to do everything with excellence and a heart of excellence. And that's, that represents Jesus well. And so we want to finish these renovations off. And so we're, we're trusting God for a couple hundred thousand dollars of, of this offering to help us do that uh, right away. And then also our South Campus vision. The next two things, we're, we're looking at a South Campus community presence and then also long-term vision. I want you to just see this video. And it just shares the heart and the picture of where we see ourselves going long-term as an assembly and as a community.
Come on, let's give our praise to God. It's exciting. So we've already begun to pray. And as you saw in the video, that there was one clip just a few weeks ago. We met with some families in the South and as well as some leadership. And we just had a prayer night. And that's where it all begins. And we're going to continue to pray. And our long-term vision is that we would have two anchor campuses. This one here at Elbow Drive, but also to trust God for a new anchor campus in the South. We're beginning, starting right away. We've already begun just beginning to build towards a community presence that will happen through outreach events and, and monthly meetups uh, that are happening into this new year. And then at the right time, we're looking for a place to, to rent more long-term. We have already some rental uh, places, uh, venues in place, but just something more long-term where we will, at that time, when we feel it, begin our weekly weekend services at that location. And so uh, it'll be one team. I'll be the pastor of, of both sites It'll be one staff, one church moving together in two anchor locations. And that's our vision for moving forward. And, you know, sometimes we, we, we still don't have all the answers. We're still working very seriously with the developer in that region of the city and just continue to pray. Uh, it's looking still very positive. It's just these things take time. And so thank you for leaning in with us in the South Campus vision. But you just got to sometimes step out in faith and trust God as you go. And that's what we're doing. And uh, we're not just sitting around hoping God might do something one day. We're saying, God, we're stepping in. We're putting a stake in the ground. We're going where you call us to go. And then we're trusting God for the rest. And then finally this morning, the Siberia Russia, Russia ministry. Um, we're accelerating soul winning and church planting in Russia. I had the opportunity to go with, our, with some of a team, a missions team last summer. And to see the work that Janet and Ilya Bansiv are doing with their team. They have a vision to plant over 200 uh, churches in the next couple of decades in, in, in Siberia and beyond. They've already planted 20 churches in this vision. They're planting another five satellite churches uh, over this next year. And there's one particular building that has come up. See, one of the challenges they have is with rental space or public space, people won't rent like they do here. They're very, very uh, skeptical of, of Christ followers and the church in Russia. They're, they're monitored. Although there is freedom, there is also a lot of persecution still for the believers. And so this particular building, we feel compelled to, to help with. There's other churches and other partners that are helping. The PAOC is helping with, with the advancement of the purchase of this, which was going to be a bank. And then Janet and Ilya actually live in one of those apartments. I've been to their place uh, just right behind that building. There's, there's over 100,000 people uh, just within walking distance of this building. It will double as a community center. And so we want to help with that today. And, you know, I was thinking about, we showed a couple videos of the ministry there, but there's one video and I was really impacted when I was in Russia this last summer. I was really blown away by the young people and the kids. And, you know, this video really captures, I believe, the heart of uh, the children and the youth and where they are going. And, and as we look at this video, these, this is the spirit in which we are investing in as a church. And here's what I feel. We're trusting God for future property. We're trusting God for future vision, all these things. But we want to, as a church, say we are sowing our first fruits giving to our friends in Siberia to do the work there. We're, we're giving it away. We're saying the first thing we do as we trust God with the rest is we want to pour into global missions. We want to pour into these dear friends of ours who are winning people to Jesus left, right, and center. It's just incredible to see. People are getting baptized. People are getting saved. People are coming to Christ. 
And they're in a hard, hard place. But these people, their hearts are incredible. I want us to see this this video and then we're going to prepare to receive our offering this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing. Amen. We get to be a part of what God is doing around the world. We want to be a part. We want to sow our first fruits to our friends who are reaching people. And and I've been there. I've seen it firsthand. I wanted you to get a glimpse of the heart of these amazing people that we're partnering with globally. And as we do, we are trusting that God will provide. We're bringing our lunch today to God. I I don't want anybody today to feel that what you're bringing is insignificant. And I'm going to ask you to do two things today. First, I'm going to ask everybody to do something. Everybody can do something. Everybody can give God something to work with. And if there's anyone here and you don't have a job or, you know, it's really challenging for you today, I don't want in any way for you to put yourself in jeopardy so you're, you're released, feel freedom. But if you are able and willing and free to do something, I'm asking that everybody do something. Don't think any gift is insignificant. Because I believe as we all lean in, as we all do something, that's where the miracle takes place, is when we just offer what we have and we give it to the Lord. We ask him to bless it. And I know that as he blesses it, he will multiply it. We'll trust God for the bigger picture, but we do our part. And then the other thing I'm just going to ask us to do is, as we give, just bring it to the Lord and ask him to bless it. And just say, God, here's what I can give today, and maybe there's others that you can give Maybe throughout the year you want to settle in your own heart. I want to give this today and maybe give some more into the future. As we move forward, we're going to be looking at uh, more and more how we can do more global missions through our above and beyond initiatives into the future. But today we're focusing on Russia globally. And, but we also have a bigger vision we're trusting God for. So just ask the Lord you know, to bless what you're bringing, to multiply it for his kingdom that there would be a supernatural grace on your gift today, that we could enter into the miraculous together. And so some of you today might need an opportunity to pray about it or think about it some more, and so that's fine. There's no pressure. Heather and I have uh, gifts that we have decided in our hearts. You know, between us, we were thinking about an amount, and one of us had an idea of a higher amount. How many know the higher amount was probably what God wanted us? You know, so if, if you're a husband and wife, and you got to figure that out. You know, just go with, go with, you can never give God something. In the, in, the, in the story, as they gave, they had leftovers. The little boy who sacrificed his lunch, he ate lunch that day. But he was willing to sacrifice. He was willing to do it freely. And so as we give to the Lord today, maybe for some of you, it's actually the beginning of giving God regularly your first fruits giving. Maybe today for you, that's above and beyond. But we can all do more. We can all give generously from our hearts to be part of this vision. And so we want to just bless our friends. I can't wait to just tell our friends in Russia, hey, we're behind you guys. And we're moving with the Pentecostal assemblies and others. We're going to help you fulfill your vision. And so today, um, in your seat in front of you, there is a little card like this. It says above and beyond. Some of you already have them. And on the back, there's an opportunity, a place for you to fill out some information if you would like to give today. You can take this and and put it in an envelope if you like. You can fill out your details on the card itself, on the back, or on the envelope. 
And everything today we're giving is going to above and beyond initiatives. If it's a regular tithe or giving, just maybe mark that. Anything that's not marked, you know, regular tithe or something will be above and beyond. But otherwise, everything we give will be for our above and beyond mission initiative. And so maybe prepare to do that as, as we just think and pray about it. And so I want to um, invite us to just ask the Lord. This is not giving to a program or, or even a vision. Like I said, it's, it's between you and the Lord. And if you've never given God a gift above and beyond, like an extravagant gift, it's the most exciting thing you can do. I mean, this is worship, friends. And so uh, I would encourage you to, to step into something new, maybe do something you've never done before. As I mentioned, Pastor Lisa and the, the children, I know Pastor Brett and James and the youth, they've been, they've been kind of you know, encouraging our youth and our kids to be involved in this day as well. So what we have is we have some baskets at the front. And I'll just ask those who are helping just to kind of just distribute the baskets out right now. Just kind of stretch them out across in the different sections. These baskets represent the abundance of leftovers. You know, they had to, they, there's 12 baskets here today and they just represent for us the leftovers, the provision of God. And so you may choose to give this morning by coming and bringing your gift prophetically as an act of surrender to the front. I would invite you to, to consider doing that. Others of you, you might want to give right where you are seated. That's fine. You might want to give on your way out. If you're in the balcony, there's going to be an usher uh, at the at the back by the stairs with a basket, you can you can go and prophetically just give your gift at that time or on your way out today. You can give in the lobby. There's no pressure. Some of you might want to go home and pray a little bit more about how you want to respond. There's no pressure for you, but we thought it would be exciting, and the kids were excited about this. We we thought the kids could lead the way this morning and bringing their offerings that they've prepared uh, for our above and beyond Sunday. So we're gonna ask the kids to come right now as they begin to give and. And after the children come and give their offering, if you would, you would like to uh, give as well, um, we'd ask you to do that. And just before the kids actually just begin, I'm just going to pray, okay? And so could I just invite you to stand just for a, a moment with us if we could? And So Father, we're going to pray today. I'm going to pray for the offering and then I'm going to pray God's blessing on us just at the end as, a, as his people. But God, we come with our gift above and beyond, Lord, so that we can move into the the vision that you've called us to, to help our friends in Siberia, to see thousands of people come to Christ in our city, and to see leaders raised up, spirit-empowered disciples in our city. God, we're investing in people. Jesus, you died for people. Everything we do is mission. Everything we do is to see people come to know Christ. The kingdom of God is advancing forcefully. God, and you are building your church today through us. And we offer, Lord, to you our offering. It might be a little boy's lunch. It might be an extravagant gift that where we've never given this much before, but we're offering it to you, Lord, as sacrificial and willing. And God, we're sowing it into your kingdom today by faith. And as we do, Lord, we thank you. And we're trusting you, God, for the multiplication. We pray, Lord, now you would receive these gifts and multiply them. Jesus, like you took the bread and the fish, just multiply them for your glory in Jesus name. Amen. Let's invite the children to come and they're going to lead the way. And after the children come, if you would like to, I would invite you to, you can, you don't have to, but if you'd like to prophetically come and bring your offering to the Lord today, we would welcome you to do that as well. 
And then we're just gonna pray in a moment. Let's worship together as people come and give.